Good morning, y'all. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It is a great day to be alive. The sun is shining and it is just uh, soak up the sun, you know. Soak up the sun, do-do-do-do. You know, enjoy this thing called life. Um, yeah, celebrate it. Celebrate life just, just because you can. Yesterday, we celebrated Juneteenth, which is uh, the holiday uh, marking the Emancipation Proclamation, I think, is what it is. And that was um, a thing that was put out or um, done by Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, uh, he was the one who proclaimed their emancipation, I think. Something like that. Look more into it if you'd like to. But I do uh, think it's an important day. and uh, It's an important day for black history. How about that? Yeah, I think that's, uh, that's the right thing to say. Yeah. It's true. But uh, so what's new? Uh, I have been gone a little bit. Uh, I missed the past three episodes I would have done. One of them being yesterday. Uh, and that was because i just been busy. Just had a lot going on. And uh, celebrated some other things as well, which I'll get into a little later in the podcast. But, but yeah, let's move on with the episode, shall we? Today is June 20th, 2023. But in 1789, a long time ago. This is in France. During the French Revolution... Um, and here's my uh, attempt at a joke for you. A priest, a billionaire, and 96 common people walk into a bar. Just kidding. They walk into an t- indoor tennis court. An indoor tennis court. Those people walk in there. Some representatives of the first, second, and third um, group. I don't remember what they're called. But they're referred to as first, second, third. First is the priest. Second is uh, uh, like kings and queens and stuff. The ladies. And then uh, that other 96% of the population of France, that was the common people, the commonwealth. And yeah, they walk into this indoor tennis court because the king asked them to come and uh, bring representatives. Representatives of uh, these groups were asked to come in and help deal with an economic crisis. Yep, that's what they did. And uh, this third group, the commonwealth, the common people, who make up... 96% of the population. They were feeling marginalized, misrepresented, and unheard. And so these people, the commonwealth, they took an oath not to leave the tennis court until somebody wrote a new constitution. That's what they decided. They called this the, the tennis court oaths, I think. Something like that. And uh, I do think it's interesting, of all the places to protest, they protested on a tennis court. Which really goes to show, first of all, I didn't know tennis had been around that long. So that was interesting. And it also goes to show um, that it's been a rich person sport for a long time. Because clearly the people who were going to be able to change things, um, you know, to write a new constitution, they had money. Because uh, if they didn't, they really wouldn't care about them standing in the middle of a tennis court. So that just goes to show it's a, it's been a rich sport for a long time. Nobody really thinks or talks about that. Um, they don't really make tennis for poor people as easily. I always think of it as a rich man's sport, similar to golf. But anyway, uh, you might be familiar with the movie or opera Les Miserables. It looks like Les Miserables. 
but uh, it's actually um, muy bueno. It's very good, not miserable. Um, but it's actually pronounced Les Miserables. Um, yeah. And uh, you should watch it. I liked it. Um, it's not a musical, so you might like it. But it is an opera, so you might not like it. Not sure. Kind of depends on your preference, but uh, it won some Oscars, I think. Somebody won an Oscar. Anne Hathaway. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough about that. I'm Lakota Lackey, and this is The Morning Bite. Rise and shine, it's a brand new day. Time to take a bite and get on your way. With the news and views and plenty of fun. The Morning Bite is the place to come. Okie dokie, artichokies. If it's your first time listening, welcome. Otherwise, thanks for coming back. Make sure to press that follow button and turn on notifications so you never miss another episode. Please keep in mind as well that I am not the most reliable source for news. That being said, let's dig in. So what's going on around here? What's going on? around this spherical place we call home, you know, the Earth. What's going on around the world? Well, in world news, Serbia takes a shot at firearms. This comes after 16 people were killed in two mass shootings in Serbia that uh, thousands demanded tighter gun laws, tighter gun restrictions. And weeks later, today, The country is now enforcing those new gun restrictions that were demanded. So yeah, basically people said, we want tighter gun restrictions. We want tighter gun control. And uh, the people said, I, you know, they said, okay, just just like that. Doesn't work that way in America. I don't know if you've noticed. And uh, yeah. I don't even really know where Serbia is, and I don't know how their country works, so I can't really offer a stance on whether I think it's good or bad that they're tightening on their gun gun uh, regulations, gun restrictions. But they're being tighter with uh, their allowances of that. Um, but I did want to take a look at how similar their gun laws are to here. So I'm here to offer that to you all, as well as myself. I do need a refresher. But these are Serbia's gun laws pre-tightening um, of gun control. So ownership was allowed after obtaining a license. Couldn't own a gun without a license, legally. And a, obtaining a license involves meeting a certain amount of criteria, including passing a background check, completing a gun safety course, demonstrating a genuine need for a firearm, Mm-hmm. Those are some things. I completed a gun safety course when I was young. I It was called Hunter Safety Course back then. I don't know if it's called the same thing now. But actually, uh, it was in eighth grade, and I got bit by a tick and got Lyme's disease. So, But I'm still here, so you lose, tick. Anyway, uh, there were also there's also regulations regarding the types of firearms that are allowed. So they might not allow you an RPG or something. Or a ballistic knife. Are those even real? You know, you could use those in Call of Duty Black Ops. But you I've never seen one. How practical could they be? Shooting a knife with just a click of your thumb? Anyway. Sorry, fellas. Uh, 
or should I say, sorry, ladies, actually, they probably don't know what I'm talking about, most of them. Um, but yeah, there's also restrictions on carrying concealed weapons and limitations on the number of firearms an individual can own. So it actually seems, for the most part, pretty similar uh, from the information that I gathered. Remember, I'm not a reliable news source. Um, but yeah, I think it, uh, I do think it's really interesting how quickly the government just uh, uh, respected the demands of the people. I think uh, that's great. Wish we had a little bit more of that here, but we don't. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when Big Brother comes for you? Moving on to U.S. news. Candidate for Ambassador of Conspiracies, RFK Jr. Doing something a little different with this one. So I don't know how this part will go. I didn't plan it out as well. But there's a guy. His name's Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I don't know what the F is for. Let's just say Franklin. Or maybe, maybe, uh, one of their names starts with an F for men. Fred. Yeah, Fred. Robert Fred Kennedy Jr. Sorry, I'm getting a little off topic. But uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast recently. If you hadn't seen the headlines. There's actually a lot of headlines about him that are really... Hmm, what's the what's the word? Almost li libaceous. Is that the word? Li like libel? Libelist? Libel-esque? Uh, I don't really know. But they're being really harsh on him. They are. I mean, I don't, I don't even really think I agree with much of what he said. But uh, he's really taking it hard in the paint with the news outlets. So is Joe Rogan, and Spotify seems frustrated with him. Um, I still like what Joe Rogan's doing. You can hate me for that. But uh, I believe in free speech. That's my main thing, free speech. And anybody saying whatever they want, you know, with uh, a little bit of regulation or I don't know uh not necessarily regulation I don't know I, I don't really know what I'm trying to say but basically uh freedom of speech it's important anyway back to RFK Jr. if you're not sure who he is uh Robert Kennedy Jr. is the nephew of President John F. Kennedy Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is also the son of JFK's Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy Sr., who was deceased. He was shot in his kitchen. That's what Forrest Gump tells me. And oh, uh, RFK Jr., he's also running for president. So did his dad, but his dad got killed before that could um, get finished up, I guess. Before he could finish running. But yeah, RFK Jr. has been described as an anti-vaxxer, COVID-19 misinformer, family murder conspirator, and more. By conspirator, I just mean he makes up, or uh, he says there's uh, information about his uncle John's death. And says the FBI killed him. And basically, of course, the FBI says, no, we didn't. But who wouldn't? Uh, if I was accused of murder and did it, I'd say I didn't. <laughs> That's just common sense. But anyway, I'm kind of wondering where did this guy even come from? I understand he came from his father, but I, I mean, uh, like what in the in the society, he just kind of sprang out of nowhere, I feel like. 
and I don't understand um, how he's kind of... It's almost like Andrew Tate. All of a sudden, Andrew Tate just bloop, popped into existence. And everybody fell in love. Well, a, a lot of people fell in love with him. A lot of men did. They were like, wait, we can be misogynist? Yeah, you can when you follow Andrew Tate. Follow him right to jail. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's what's going on with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's taking heat. For what he said, Joe Rogan's actually challenged somebody or other to come debate RFK Jr. on the podcast, which is just stupid. I don't like that Joe did that. I'm hoping maybe he was eating one of his mushrooms when he said that. Um, but, you know, that's what's going on in the in the U.S. news. People are talking about RFK Jr. and, and all the crazy things he's saying. And I actually tried listening to the podcast um, but I'm going to be honest with you. RFK Jr.'s voice is unbearable to listen to. I don't know why he talks the way he does. Maybe he has a deficiency. Maybe he uh, ate something bad earlier that morning. and it, Or maybe he went to a football game the night before and just was a little raspy. But I couldn't stand the way he talked. Sorry if it's you know just natural. Sorry, RFK Jr., if you're listening. Um and just want to say I do respect what your family has done for this for this uh place. But uh I don't respect you so much. You seem a little nuts. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but anyway, like I said, I didn't plan so much of this. So, I'm a little bit uh, on a rambling fever. So, we're just going to keep moving on. How about that? Let's talk about sports. Where are my sports people at? Hoorah. Right? Uh, Tales from my trails. I went to a Milwaukee Brewers game on Saturday. So this is sort of what I was talking about at the start of the podcast episode, um, which is episode 14. I'm now in the double digits. Uh, thank you for listening. And yeah, I've just been busy planning for the to go and actually being at the bachelor party, a bachelor party for my friend um, and just hanging out with the boys there. We went and saw a Brewers game on Saturday, and it was the Brewers versus the Pirates. And we went, we were in Milwaukee for this game, and and got to see the Brewers beat the Pirates. Woohoo! Hooray! Yep, they won, and that's always exciting. I've been to a Cardinals game when I was really young, and they didn't win. That was not as exciting, but it was a good time. Great time to be with the guys and. To just watch um, what happened. It was exciting. To be in a group full of that many people. Because here's what I'll say. It's a boring sport, in my opinion, baseball is. It's a boring sport. Like, why... Uh, I can't believe a, someone could be entertained. Like, imagine being a Pirates fan. And just understanding going in that your team might not even score. That just seems boring to me. Actually, rethinking it. Maybe it wasn't to zero. I feel, maybe they scored once. I'm not sure. If, you're, if, uh, if you know, let me know. I don't remember. And I don't care enough to look. So, anyway. In other sports news, Tom Brady is still retired. Beating a walking dead horse. What am I talking about? Well, I'll tell you. Footage of a new show. The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon. Has been released. The footage of it. Some footage of it, I should say. So it's a new show. It's If you've heard of The Walking Dead, which was very popular 
about 10 years ago, most, most specifically. Probably came out around 10 years ago, I think. Maybe longer. Um, yeah, now they're coming out with a new show that's, focus, that's focusing specifically on Daryl Dixon. Who I always enjoyed as a character on the show. Um, but I'm kind of wondering, why are they still making this show? Sort of seems like they're beating a dead horse. The dead horse? Beating a dead horse? Whatever. Whatever the phrase is. But it's just not good. Not anymore. They've played it. I mean, it's played out. If they're not killing zombies, they're killing people who don't want to be killed by zombies. Or dead. Walkings? Walkers? I think they call them walkers on the show. And I just can't get down with it anymore. But they also have two other shows as well. They're coming out with a new one called Dead City. Which focuses on a character named Maggie and another character named Negan. It's a spin-off show. And they're also coming or continuing episodes with a show that came out um, a little earlier, a few years ago, called Fear the Walking Dead, which I've heard is terrible. But you know, some people must be watching it, they're still making it, right? So that's it for news. But on to some encouragement. This one's actually a bit short, I think. And uh, it's a bit more personal. But it is something I want to encourage people with. So at the bachelor party, um, we got together with some people. Uh, we had our groom and we had our best man. The best man was the brother of the groom. And uh, I've known him for years. And I've always thought of him as a very nice gentleman, very nice guy. And uh, something happened. And he doesn't know I'm doing this. And I don't care uh, to let him know beforehand I'm going to do what I want. But uh, there was a point on one of the days, I think it was, it was Sunday, and uh, we were just talking and I was telling a story and I said something and he kind of called something out in me that, that he liked. He, he just started telling me, uh, Lakota, I really like how you can simply put stuff or... It was something along those lines. It makes it sound sort of lame repeating it because I can't fully remember what it was. I just remember the feeling that came with it. It was someone pointing out what they understood about my character or um, personality or just understood about me as a person. And I felt, and it made me feel seen. It made me feel special. It made me feel like I brought something to the table. And it was in a public setting where all of our friends were listening and and uh, it just made me feel flattered, I suppose. Or uh, it was just really nice. It was nice of him to do. And it wasn't orchestrated. I think sometimes, sometimes things can seem disingenuine when you receive compliments. But this was just in a way that was just incredibly genuine. Um, and I just... Um, Felt special in that moment. That's that's how I would define it. I don't know if I've, I've not felt special often, and that was a, that was a moment where I felt special, and so basically what I mean in this encouragement is one thank you, sir, thank you, uh, best man, to our friend the groom, thank you for calling out that in me, and as well, um, it made me start thinking like even in that moment I was thinking. How, how it's so easy to do, to, and to be purposeful, and, and it might come off as disingenuine, maybe, but
But um, it's just something where you do appreciate it. I think a lot of us, we appreciate things about other people. And we understand other people well enough that we could call people out on, on what we like about them. And we don't do it as often. And that's something I noticed in that moment is, is how I don't necessarily do the same thing that he was doing in that moment. Is just calling out um, something that he admired about me. And there's plenty of things I admire about uh, um, a lot of people. Including him, there's things I admire about him. Uh, I, I admire his ability to bring in seriousness and comedy in any given conversation. And to have a very serious conversation... As well as have a completely light-hearted, joking conversation with people. I think it's hard to balance. And he balances it really well. And see right there, that's how you can call someone out for something you find special within them. And uh, something I want to try to do more often. And something I encourage you to do more often. Because it makes you... It, one, makes the other peer person feel feel good. But it also makes you feel good about... Um, you know, just releasing that, not holding it in as, uh, you know, sharing, sharing what you really think about someone. There could be a day where um, I don't have the opportunity to share that with someone. And I want to make sure that I do. And it's something I want to work on and try and get better at. So I encourage you with that today is uh, call, call out the things that you like about people. Call out those things and help other people feel special. Maybe someone needs to feel that way. I certainly did or do, I guess. And, uh, yeah, that's what I got to say about that, you know. That's all, folks. Have a great day, and I hope you enjoyed your morning bite. Thanks for tuning in, and I will see you tomorrow.